the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Hello, hello. Is this thing on? Some big headlines out there today. Good website, by the way, is Bloomberg.com, Bloomberg.com. Um, lots of good business stories there. The White House is considering restricting up to five more Chinese companies from conducting business within the United States without a license. The report comes after the U.S. recently granted Huawei a 90-day reprieve. Wow. This whole China thing is taking a very, very dark turn where I was wrong. I thought both sides would say, we need each other, and it's good for each other on some levels. We'll buy your cheap stuff that you can manufacture cheaper than we can in the United States because we don't want to pay people $25 an hour to make a $1 back scratcher. And if you want to pay people 25 cents in China to make a back scratcher, we'll buy it. I'd buy that for a dollar. Qualcomm is getting knocked up today. Knocked up? Knocked around? How about that? Their shares are down 10-plus percent after a federal judge ruled the company's practices violate antitrust regulations. Qualcomm Qualcomm says, nope, we're going to appeal this one. With that said, Qualcomm has some of the best product out there, and they've told companies pay up to play. Um, And some would say it's restrictive to the the smaller players. I don't know antitrust law well enough to say. I can tell you I own shares of Qualcomm. Uh, I'm comfortable with it. I'm comfortable with litigation hanging on it. But also, maybe it's one of my riskier stocks. Lowe's is a loser compared to Home Depot. It's funny because let's say you own a home, or let's say you own a mall. On one side, it's Lowe's, and on the other side, it's Home Depot. Why is it sunny over at Home Depot and raining over at Lowe's? I don't like Lowe's. I'm a Home Depot man. Nordstrom's in the news. They're down 10%. Urban Outfitters down 6%. All disappointing investors with the results and guidance. On the other hand, don't you wish I only had one hand? Target. It's a French retailer moving into the United States. They're trying to compete with Walmart. Oh, no, no, that's Target. Target, not Target. They're up 7%. McDonald's changed their name to MC Donald's. Fine, French, fast food. Sometimes you have to be French to, how shall we say, sell the goods. Target had a good quarter, and they're a winner, winner, chicken dinner at this point in time. Treasuries are struggling. 10-year treasuries down to 2.4%, telling you that the world is on the brink of a slowdown, if it isn't already slowing down. One of those stupid Rob Blackisms. 10-year treasury under 3.5%, you buy stocks. That's pretty much so worked for the last 20 years. When the 10-year treasury marches to 3, 3.25%, 3.5%, you start buying bonds. Because when the cost of money is that cheap, you're able to reallocate that capital into riskier assets as a businessman. And that tends to pay for you. So it'll work for eyes protecting the action on any stocks mentioned on this show. Headlines are not pretty today. I'm okay with that. Um, stock slide on trade war concerns. Dun, dun, dun. China's preparing for a long march. I don't know enough about Chinese history, but they tend to have 100-year plans. 
We in the United States, we're instant gratification. We tend to have one-minute plans. China and the U.S. need to rethink how they work with each other on economic ties. And I think both parties have a right to do so. But Trump's trade war is getting poor marks in a new poll, and that could threaten his support in 2020. Expect a reaction, how shall we say, of contrition from the Trump administration. Maybe, uh, because the trade war is not sitting well with investors, uh, with consumer sentiment. Let's see. Steve Mnuchin, he's Treasury Secretary. He spoke with Walmart CFO about sourcing products away from China. When you were a little baby, you probably remember Made in the USA. Little Bruce Springsteen, born down in the USA, I was. And then you started seeing Made in Japan on toys. Then you started seeing Made in Taiwan. Don't call me China. Call me Taiwan. Made in South Korea. Made in Indonesia. Trump's trying to get us back to the Bruce Springsteen glory days made in the USA. It's not the worst thought out there because manufacturing jobs kind of create a middle class. But no one wants to do manufacturing jobs. That's one of the damnation games that we play right now with millennials who are slowing down having children. It takes something like 2.2 people 10 years ago to support Social Security and some of the, um, how shall we say, government plans. Government handouts? I'm going to say handouts because that's an insult and I'm trying to insult you right now. But if millennials stop having babies, where's that tax revenue going to come from? It'll take four people or six people down the road, right? Because the the number we know on entitlement programs continues to grow. Elsewhere out there, Consumer Reports says Tesla's latest autopilot fix raises serious safety concerns. Tesla's suddenly become out of favor. I didn't like them when they're in favor. I didn't like Tesla when they're out of favor. I like companies to earn money. I have standards. I want somebody with 32 teeth. I want someone over 25 years old. I want someone with a college degree. Like, you have standards when it comes to love. You should have standards when it comes to investing, in my opinion. So Tesla's latest autopilot fix, there was a big accident a couple weeks ago. My problem with them is not the autopilot. I hope autopilot saves children's lives. I hope it's there. So when I was in high school, we had three kids die in drunk driving accidents. I That would be a, a good number to strive for is zero. I... I I couldn't imagine nothing worse than being a parent having to bury a child because someone was drunk and swiped their car at, you know, 12 o'clock midnight showing of a movie. There's nothing more of a nightmare. And yet we all know someone who's died in a car crash, right? I want Tesla to win the autopilot war. But right now, analysts are saying it could be a $90 stock. It could be a $10 stock. It could be a $36 stock. Citibank is saying it could be a $36 stock because they got to start making money. The Do-Re-Mi. You know one thing? I should probably ban sound effects like that during a radio show. I hate commercials that have horn honking. The other day I was coming out of the grocery store and I was reversing. And I heard a commercial that had honks in it. And I was like, oh boy. That's no bueno. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. I got some free tickets to give away to you right here, right now. Winner receives a pair. That's Deuce. Two tickets to WWE Monday Night Raw. June 10th, right around the corner of the SAP Center, or the SAP Center as we like to call it in San Jose. Hey, the Sharks aren't going to be playing there because they're Audi Audi. Monday Night Raw is coming to San Jose. This is going to be your chance to see the double main event, the Universal Championship match. Universal Champion Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. Raw Women's Championship match. Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. Plus AJ Styles and Braun Strowman. If you have a boy under 14 years old, he's probably going to love it. Free tickets for you and your boy. 
My boy, my boy. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or KDOW.biz. Um, two tickets. Monday, June 10th, SAP Center. More information at Ticketmaster.com or KDOW.biz. 800-516-1220. Don't forget, I've got a lot of good downloadables that are good for friends and family at NewFocusFinancial.com. That's NewFocusFinancial.com. Did you know that credit cards and debit cards have more germs than cash and train station urinals on them? That's worthy of note. How about we Lysol down our cards today? The budget-busting potential of spending too much with payment cards, especially credit cards. Um, lots and lots of germs come with them. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm a big fan of Weezer. In large part, I, I, I don't think they're a great band as far as music goes. Well, no, the music's good. As far as the voice, as far as the lyrics, nothing great. You literally can't make up what he does. Weezer rewrote this song, Can't Knock the Hustle. You know whose song it was? Jay-Z's. And he turned it into making it about the sharing economy, Weezer did. The first two albums are required listening for any teenager uh, who wants to get into rock and roll and be a, a rocker. And Weezer's later, much less good albums, usually an equal mix of novelty songs, catchy tracks, and entertaining, embarrassingly bad lyrics. This is a great song. I'm a big fan of Weezer. If you go to Apple Music, they show you the songs that are the most loved on an album. I check them all. Um, you can't just live with Beverly Hills. Can't Knock the Hustle is it's awesome. Because how often do you get to say Asa La Vista? This is about Weezer singer Rivers Cuomo, who loves the sharing economy. The video has Pete Wentz, a fallout boy, playing an Uber driver, which every, no- every now and then... You'll hear about a professional football player who is an Uber driver during the summers. I love that. When Jay-Z raps, I'm leaning on a, can't say that word, intervening with the sound of my money machine, throw an extra syllable on the final word so that money machine mimics the sound of bills flipping through an actual money counter. It's a little different song, but the sharing economy is kind of cool. I know you're saying you spend way too much time watching music videos in the middle of the night, don't you? I do. When I hear... Y'all, N-words, gas, lunch, and punch in the clock. My function is make much and lay back much and sipping my Remy on the rocks. I'm like, what's Remy on the rocks? And then I kind of figured it out, right? So this is from, uh, this isn't from, this is Jay-Z's version, but Weezer's Can't Knock the Hustle is from the Black Album. I don't know. You got to have something you're passionate about. You can tell that I'm passionate about kids, soccer, and uh, Weezer music. I like Jay-Z too, by the way. You know what I like about hip hop? I know you're going to say, you're not going to go there, are you? Well, first and foremost, 30 years ago, 25 years ago when I started a company, there was a company called Broadcast.com, and they would put albums on the internet. And Broadcast.com was started by um, Mark Cuban. He basically, this is fantastic, he sold Broadcast.com to Yahoo for a couple billion dollars, and then he shorted Yahoo because they were dumb enough to buy it from him. But when... I was working essentially 18 hours a day when I started my company 25 years ago. I'd listen to Broadcast.com because it was free albums, and I had internet. It was magical. And Wu-Tang Clan was one of the albums that was free to listen to. I know Wu-Tang Clan inside and out. And in this day and age, that's pretty inappropriate. So I got into a lot of Jay-Z. I got into a lot of artists that were alternative. 
because when you're working at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night and you have no social life, you kind of find yourself in music and you're like, one day I'm going to have a lot of money. One day I'm going to make a big business. One day I'm going to have a national radio show. One day I'm going to have the number top eight business podcast at Apple iTunes, which is like being the tallest person in a midget basketball league or short person basketball league or height challenge basketball league as the times have changed, the, the, the vernacular has changed. So what I like about hip hop is actually seeing it. Hip hop to me is not just the music. It's the lifestyle. Jay-Z is all that in a bucket of chicken, if you know what I'm saying. I know you're saying, what are you saying? Anyhow, enough on Jay-Z and Weezer until a future episode. And then we'll come back to it. Hardcore. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. As I've gotten older, I've become wiser with my money. Recently, you may have seen the Golden State Warriors beat the Portland Trailblazers. My good buddy, CFP Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com, he's bummed the Blazers got swept. I'm like, dude, at least you don't have to spend more money on games that don't really mean much in your life. But he likes the experience. I'm like, I experience life in a different way. Sporting events don't define me. But it's okay if sporting events define you. I'm pleasantly... Sports are a nice distraction, but they don't define me. A bicycle IPO is coming. I know you're saying, wait, wait. Is this the bicycle that's on the cloud? No. Is this the bicycle that has a cure for cancer? No. It's a bicycle company, right? Like, bicycle. Now, is this the bicycle company that's got exposure to China because there's billions of people that suddenly they're moving 2.3 miles a day and they're on bicycles. It's going to equal billions of dollars of sales. No. The IPO is going to be Peloton, and it's planning to go public soon. Peloton Interactive, maker of $2,000 at-home spin bikes, recently valued at $4 billion. Peloton Therapeutics, a clinical-stage biotech startup with a net loss of $36 million. Now, ooh, what if you had a case of mistaken identity and you told your broker, I want to buy Peloton. Peloton Interactive, the bicycle maker, or Peloton Therapeutics, the clinical-stage biotech startup? Keep in mind, there's Cisco, the networking equipment company, with a C. There's Cisco with an S-Y-S-C-O, which is a food delivery company, which is a great company. Consider investing in it. Both of them. Both Cisco's are nice. Because all the work arrives, particularly actually, as I mentioned. And then there's also the Cisco uh, soul singer who did the thong song. Now, the thong song's not going to go down in history as the greatest song ever. But it's worthy of note. Since we're doing a thing... Uh, um, since we're doing a little music segment here, the thong, 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 thong song. Um, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do a little live in la vida loco. I'm not going to do she dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Thighs like what, what, what? Baby, move your butt, butt, butt. I think I'll sing it again. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Thighs like what, what, what? All night long. Let me sing that thong. <laughs> I know you're saying. You do that a little bit too well. No, I don't. Thank you so much. See me Friday night at... No, I'm not going to plug that. But... I know you're saying. So there's three different types of Cisco's. Hopefully you don't buy the thong song because that's that didn't age well. There's two types of Zoom. There's Zoom video communications, ticker symbol ZM. They went public last month. And there's also another company called Zoom Technologies, which soared as much as 124% on high volume as people made mistakes buying the wrong stock. Zoom video is an eight-year-old video conferencing provider with a market value of $22 billion. Zoom Tech is a wireless communication equipment maker you got to know your stocks. So before you fall into the bicycle Peloton IPO, make sure it's the Peloton that you want. Does this segment make any sense, or have I lost you? Keep in mind, it's a civil war. You have to pick a side. Did I lose you? If I did, that's okay. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. The Chinese-U.S. trade war drags on. It's dramatic. It will end. Much like all wars, it does end. 
look for that as an opportunity for rebuilding your portfolio if you've made some mistakes. Because there's weakness in some stocks that will become very, very attractive. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. New videos almost every day at YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I love this song. You're the best thing about me. The best thing that ever happened. You're the best thing about me. I'm the kind of trouble that you enjoy. Uh, I've got two wonderful kids and... And a spouse that is the premier top-notch person on the planet. If you can't say that in life, I hope there's a do-over because I've got it all. I'm going over lessons that I find to be very, very important for people. Just the basics because I didn't have the basics. And once I figured out the basics, I'm like, that's it? That's it? So you invest in bonds because they're corporate IOUs. They pay you income. Typically, I like to lean towards the more high-quality corporate names. I invest in individual stocks because I do believe that Nikes, McDonald's, and Visas, and some other stocks out there, consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks ever mentioned, will beat the market over time. I like that. I invest in my 401k because it gives me a tax break from the federal government. I don't pay federal taxes now. It grows tax-deferred. Later in life, when I'm not getting taxed in that 30%, 35% world, Hopefully, I'll be in a lower tax bracket. I'll start living off that money when I'm no longer pulling in income. I believe in investing in large part because it beats inflation. I believe in using TD Ameritrade or Fidelity or Vanguard because I think they're a great places to house assets. I'm a big fan of uh, using banks and, and saving accounts. I don't believe in, in putting money on our mattress. I don't believe... I, I have some online stuff. I have no problem saving a little bit of money in Acorns, an app called Acorns. It doesn't take long to you know, round up your money and turn it into some savings. And I've set priorities in my life. I want to take care of the ones that I love. So now that I got the basics of the basically the, the income side, let's talk about some of the, the debt side. Let's talk about buying a home. Owning a home is part of the American dream, so they say. Now, I think part of the American dream may be to change it every now and then. It used to be a big house. And then it was like maybe a, a living in the city. And then it's maybe a a smaller house in the city or a smaller apartment in the city. It changes. This is my favorite song. Talking Heads, Naive Melody. In large part because we all need to have a sense of where home is. But if you're not prepared to buy a house, you don't have to because it could turn into a nightmare. Owning a home is a liability. It's not an investment. It turns out to be a pretty good investment over time. But typically, you take on a 30-year commitment. So let's say you're 25 years old right now. You don't have a spouse. You have your first or second job. It may not be the best time to own a house because you may say, you know what? Screw the Bay Area. I'm moving to Seattle. I heard there's grunge music up there. Or you may go, I'm, I'm moving to Memphis because Taylor Swift has a place in Memphis. Or you may say, I'm going to Austin. I've heard nothing but great things about Austin. So a home is a liability. So you don't take on that liability in your 20s unless you're comfortable. That's where you're going to be. It's where your heart's going to be. Home is where the heart is. As David Byrne said, naive melody. Check it out. It's a video from Stop Making Sense where he's dancing with. It's the coolest thing because he's dancing with a lamppost. And not a lamppost, but a, a lamp. And you don't realize it, but the lamp's 10 feet tall. And the lamps aren't 10 feet tall. It's a cool prop. Anyhow, when you do decide to buy a house and you've settled down, and there's no shame in renting in your 20s, consider buying a home close to jobs. 
close to good schools. In large part, there's always going to be someone that wants your home if you're close to jobs and good schools. I always say buy a house as if you're a mom who's really protective of her children. My baby's not going to go to a bad school. My baby's going to go to a good school. If you buy in a good school neighborhood, it's going to hold more value likely. It's going to be easier to sell. Condos and townhouses don't have as much resale value because typically they're, they're not for single families. Maybe in this day and age, the, the, the dream of a home is going to change, though. Homes in luxury areas, they're okay, but I tend to look at them as art. If you take a look at art and you look at a Monet and you go, wow, or recently someone just bought a, uh, a big rabbit head that was made out of metal. He paid some like $1 million and he ends up selling it for $93 million. What an amazing investment. But how about all the art that's stored in warehouses that museums own that never ever sell? Art's not as great of an investment as you think, nor is a luxury home. Enjoy it while you have it, but know that it's not necessarily going to turn out well for you. So no more than 35% of your take-home pay should go into your mortgage or your rent because you already have, let's say, 25% of your monies go into federal taxes, 10% to state taxes. That's 35% of your 100% paychecks gone. So you're down to 65%. Then you have to have homes. I'm sorry, let's skip homes. Then you have to have food and vacations and clothing and cars. You quickly can see that you're going to burn through all your money and you're not going to be able to save that 15%. Keep in mind, 25% federal taxes, 15 to 10% to state, and then let's say 15% towards retirement, right? So I've just already spent a lot of your money. I've spent 50% of your paycheck on those three things. So if you do 35% in, in your housing costs, you only have 15% left to live off of. That's not much. So don't go over 35% of your take-home pay to go into mortgage or rent. Just throwing it out there. Now, speaking of a home, it is a debt. And this brings us to number 10, controlling debt. You got to know when to hold debt, and you got to know when to fold debt. All debt over 8%, you pay off now. Mortgage debt and student debt is typically tax-advantaged and typically at a lower interest rate than credit card debt. Never, ever prepay your mortgage as your home will go up or down in value with or without your your that debt. A lot of people want to pay off their mortgage. The only thing you do by paying off your mortgage is giving the money to the bank. If there's an earthquake, they're like, sweet, we got most of our money out of that guy. I don't prepay mortgages. Sometimes I want to. Now, there is an argument that as you get towards retirement, maybe you want to. But let's just say for the general purposes, try not to until you have so much money that it's easy to pay it off. That the, the mortgage payment's annoying. So you have to control your debt. That's number 10 in, in my lessons on the basics of, of, of getting your financial needs. Debt's, debt's the devil. Debt can be, oh, it can be very, very, very problematic for people. And it can, you know, I don't mind my bills. My bills are my bills. But my bills towards debt, sometimes I, I kind of resent them. So I don't buy new, new cars because you pay, you know, an extra 20% for a car that, you know, has never been driven. I don't need that luxury. Number 11 on my, my basics here that everyone should learn before they get out of high school is saving for college. You've maxed out your 401k, you're paying your mortgage, you're, you're, you're eating food, you're paying your taxes, and now Rob Black wants you to save for college for your kids? Yeah, there's a good website called savingforcollege.com. I'm not affiliated with them in any way, shape, or form. There's a lot of funding issues that are confusing, like loans and grants and savings. What can grandparents do and what can grandparents not do? If you need information about 529 plans, which is typically the way I say to save, you remember your 401k, I say go with TD Ameritrade. Well, your 401k is going to be through your employer. And it's probably going to be through Fidelity or Vanguard or Charles Schwab or some sort of bank. Same thing with 529 plans. If you have a relationship with TD Ameritrade or Vanguard or Fidelity, you can call them up and say, 
I just had a baby. And they'll say, congratulations. I want to save for his college. And you can set up a 529 plan. Learn more about saving for college at savingforcollege.com. You do want to put some money in early because money doubles every 7.2 years, in theory. So getting $10,000 in before they're five will probably get you to twenty to $34,000. you are probably not going to be able to pay for all their college with your savings. You may have to take out a loan. You may have to help them fund it. I think a community college for two years with a four-year degree from another uh, university is fine. I don't think you want to graduate with a, a community college. You could. I know some people have become successful without college at all. But I think it certainly helps to have a, a degree from a four-year institution, state institution. So, savingforcollege.com. Next up is asset allocation. Single most important thing to do is to practice asset allocation. I had a brother that pulled me aside and you know he's like, hey, when you fall in love, just you know, don't rush marriage, don't rush babies. You want to practice, you know, you want to practice relationships. Same thing with investing. Stocks and bonds and real estate, they all work over time. Like I've said before, real estate gets about 5%, 6% in bonds and 7 to 10% in stocks, depending on how you allocate. I prefer if you buy real estate, you buy it through what are called real estate investment trusts. Don't go out and buy properties. I know people that do that. I've got a friend who has apartment buildings in, in New Mexico that burn down because tenants aren't, aren't the best. And it's a pain in the neck. He gets phone calls in the middle of the night. My water burst. And he's like, well, go to the hospital. You're having a baby. He's like, no, my, my, my water pipes. I don't have a baby. So I like REITs because you actually get to own real estate, but it's professionally managed by someone else. I don't like private REITs. There used to be a guy on radio that push private REITs because private REITs means they're not publicly scrutinized by the SEC. And it means that they can be ripe for illegal activity. I don't like hard money. Same reason. When you buy a publicly traded REIT, you actually buy office properties in New York or malls in Minnesota. Now you're one one millionth of an owner or one one hundredth of a million, but that's the way I like to asset allocate. I don't bet just on real estate, stocks or bonds. I bet on a mall asset allocation. I'm Rob Black. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, doing my very, very best to guide you into financial nirvana. I don't have anything like that. That's not my shtick. Um, I'm going over the basics that you need to know. I just hit asset allocation and how I don't want you to fall in love with stocks. I don't want you to fall in love with bonds. I don't want you to fall in love with real estate. I want you to own a home. I want you to invest in some real estate investment trust for your commercial side of the real estate back scratcher that needs scratching. Next up on the list is financial help. You don't need financial help while you're accumulating wealth. You need to have confidence. You need to have patience. And you need to not overbite. I once bought bit into some London Royal steak. And it tasted so good, I put another piece in my mouth. And then I started choking. Same thing can happen when you're trying to accumulate wealth. Don't take it slow and steady. Enjoy it. You're a wealth accumulator until about age 50, give or take. And then you need to start managing your wealth. And that's when you need to consider hiring financial help. There's a good downloadable at newfocusfinancial.com on the 15 things you need to accomplish before hiring financial help. I'll do a show that's all tied towards wealth accumulation. And I'll also do a show on that transition of you've hit these 15. Now here, go hire a wealth manager. CFP. I like CFPs and CPAs. Any other title I don't like. Um, Senior financial planner, not a title. That's a made-up title. Senior vice president with Citigroup, not a title. It's a made-up title. They weren't elected vice president. They have no skills. They're just an employee. I don't like insurance agents who give investment advice. 
I don't like people who push stock trading. The only professionals I think you need to work with will be a CPA, a certified public accountant, and a certified financial planner. There's a good downloadable at newfocusfinancial.com on that very topic. Buying a car. Buying a car is like no other shopping experience. It's crazy. The choices are endless. I like two-year-old cars. I don't buy new. If you buy new, consider October, as that's the year the model starts to run out versus next year's, and that's where you get the best deal sometimes. But that could change based on your, your local dealership, so don't, don't quote me on that. Quick note on insurance. With insurance on cars, insure what you can't afford to lose. I don't buy extended warranties on notebooks or tablets. With my cars, I, I don't go overboard, but I get a lot of liability in case I hit someone. If I wreck a car that I own, I'm okay. But if I wreck a car and I hurt someone, I want to have a lot of liability. To, to pile on some extra liability onto your car insurance, it's not that expensive. Consider it. At least shop it. But for the record, I use Geico and USAA for my auto insurance. Health insurance. Here's what you need to know. Losing your health is expensive. Um, I have a family member who, he's uh, 75 plus when this happened. Got on a ladder on a sunny day, felt faint, thought he was having a heart attack, went to the emergency room, $50,000 plus to find out that he was just hot. He couldn't afford that, but because he has health insurance, he could. We've seen kids get sick. We've seen kids get cancer. We've seen horrible things in the world. It happens. You can't afford to lose your health. If you have a three-day hospital stay, it's going to cost you $30,000 plus. That's why you need to have someone in your family... Get family insurance. Health insurance is super important to have. You never know when you're going to lose it, but when you do, it's expensive. With that being said, brush your teeth twice a day, maybe three times a day, and floss at least once a day. Because there is no really good dental insurance. And trust me, my mom has dentures. It ain't fun, and it ain't sexy, and it's not a privilege of a lifetime. Home insurance. Homeowner's insurance can be a nightmare. It's costly, it's confusing, it's unrewarding. I've had a refrigerator leak water, and they're like, oh, that's not covered. I'm like, what do you mean it's not covered? It's the refrigerator's fault, not the floor's fault. I've had some claims that didn't go my way. It, it's, it's frustrating. But ultimately, use a big company that has a reputable name like USAA or Geico. Don't use the Katz Home Insurance, where it's spelled K-A-T-Z. A good company will usually stand behind themselves. And then I do multiple policies. My home insurance is tied towards my life insurance. My home insurance is tied towards other types. So I get a multi-policy discount. Home insurance is important to have. Number one claim on home insurance is a dog bite. Think about the breed you buy before you buy a breed. I find people that buy, I guess they're called Samoans or Huskies, um, pit bulls. You're crazy. You are basically saying, I want to be poor if my dog bites someone. That's what the tattoo should be on your arm. Life insurance. Super important. This is number 17. You're going to live you're going to work between age 20 and 60. But if you die between age 20 and 60, which happens, you're probably going to put a financial strain on your family. I have term life insurance, about $4 million, where if I die, my family gets $4 million. That should be enough to get them through college and get them into retirement, plus all my savings and stuff like that. We should be good. Life insurance is one of the hardest financial products to understand because it's sold by agents. I've got a very good friend who tries to sell whole life insurance and variable life insurance to me. And I spray him with like pepper spray. Back, back, vampire! I don't need whole life and variable life. I only need term life. When I'm 60, if I haven't saved enough money, I failed. You failed. 20 years, you know, term life insurance when you're 40 will more than cover you if you've done a good job. I cover until about 60. That's the rough number. You may be different. 
the idea of 10 times your salary is about right. It's a good starting point. Keep in mind, kids from 17 to 21 college years are going to be about 250000 each for college. That's 500000 if you have two kids. Hopefully, when you're 60, you've saved enough in your 401k that the, the cheap term life insurance will, help, uh, will have helped you mass a fortune elsewhere. Disability insurance, your work probably offers it. Look into it. People between 20 and 60 become poor when they become disabled and can't work. If you ever have an early stroke or tree falls on your leg, disability insurance will cover 60% of your income, and it's all mathematical, so it's tough to oversell it. Auto insurance, super important. It's costly. It's confusing. It's unrewarding. But push up those deductibles if you can. Um, It's not going to change your premium that much. Try not to ever drink and drive. And estate planning. Have a will or have a trust. If you live in California, have a trust. If you... Have partners update, multiple partners through your lifetime, update your paperwork. Just in case you die, you want the money to go to your current partner, not your 20-year-old girlfriend. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.